It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. I was a bouncing in and laughing as we rolled down an old dirt road. Daddy looking in his rear view, hoping that we'd just hang on. What's up, guys? Welcome to episode number 67 of the Always Race Day podcast. I'm Connor Ferguson here with Damon Helgevald, and today we, uh, as always, are presented by the Carlotto Group. If you're looking for a car, a car, I always ask you, and you know what? Maybe you're just looking for a car in general. Instead of a car to get you places, you just want a nice car to have in your driveway for decoration. I don't know what kind of psychopath would do that, but my mother probably would. She loves decorative things. So if you're looking for a car to grace your driveway, get one from the Carl Auto Group. They can hook you up fast, simple, and as clean as it can be. Damon, did I miss any of the previous things we've hit on on talking points for Carl Auto? I don't believe so. So I think you think you hit them all. We're going to have to start innovating some a little bit. See if they have any cars that can get you across small streams, maybe rivers. I don't think they make those. Not yet. They do, but they're um, they're built by people that use old bodies and chassis and all that fun stuff. Well, uh, thanks again to Carlotto Group for uh, being with us. And I will get more creative with the sponsor reads. They don't give me any. They just tell me that they like them or Chris tells me he likes them. So that's all the feedback I get from them. But let us know. Um, let's hop right into... Uh, what we got going this week. We're going to recap the news. Um, we are going to preview this weekend. We have a few guests lined up, but we're going to do it closer to Knoxville Nationals and the 360 Nationals and stuff. Might do some on-site stuff with Ryan Timms. Uh, Chase Randall is going to come on at some point as well. I can't wait for you guys to hear from him. He's a really cool kid, um, and he's getting better at Knoxville every time he gets out there. So we, uh, we're going to get that ironed out uh over the next week or so um and you guys definitely will not be uh trying to or i guess needing to hunt for content uh come the biggest damn month of the year right right damon uh yeah it's uh 
already leaning into the biggest month with just so much going on this last week. And now uh, the whole month of August is going to have something going on that uh, will keep you um, keep you engaged. Yeah, absolutely. I think there's a uh, even a Flow Racing Night in America uh, race at 34 on uh, what, what is actually Iowa State Media Day. If I'm not there, that's where I'm at. Uh, if I'm not at the race in Burlington, I doubt I'll be able to get down there from that, but never say never. I don't really know if I want to try to either. Yeah, I don't think I would. It's like a three hour drive to get there after hot laps finish. So on a good day. Yeah. We'll see what happens though. Um, funny enough. I know we've, uh, been IndyCar heavy the last week or so. Um, well, it's going to stay that way. Uh, just, uh, just because of what we've seen this week. So, uh, the biggest uh, news, I guess today, um, that a lot of people are jumping around in corners of is high V CEO, uh, Randy Etiker. Uh, they announced that he's stepping down, uh, but will stay on the committee's board as the chairman. Um, they announced that, uh, yesterday, I guess, Wednesday, um, in a press release, they wrote, uh, that Aaron Weiss uh, will begin as High V CEO on October 1st, and Jeremy Gosh uh, remains the company's COO and he handles the uh, retail business. So I don't think that includes, you know, whether Iowa Speedway is sponsored or not. So uh, Graham Rahal uh, replied to a tweet with the story in it. He said uh, that he knows Aaron. Aaron's a good dude. Um, that was essentially all he said. But obviously that's encouraging. Um, there's a Facebook post going around too, that claims that the indie that all editor did, uh, when he was CEO was advertise on big names and spend money he didn't have. And that's why he stepped down when he stepped down. Uh, I don't see any truth to that. They wouldn't have him, uh, resign the week after the biggest event of their year, I guess. Would you say Damon? I, from, yeah, what, from what I was told, like that guy is a clown. Um, and I'm, I'm not afraid to call him a clown. He, he said it was a down attendance year for the IndyCar race, to Iowa. And uh, man, you have to read a lot of the wrong crap to, uh, figure out how that was down attendance. Most people I've seen there in eight years. Uh, you're, so I'm not worried. You're counting your down attendance as what happened from maybe the initial race. If that's your down attendance, then, uh, that's, that's, I guess the only thing you can stand on, but I mean, that, that would be down attendance at, at maybe Jack Tri stadium. Well, I'm just saying no. even from the very first IndyCar race that was held at that track, yeah. if, if that's considered, if that's what they're going their numbers off of is that year being down attendance to this year, then uh, yeah, I guess you could live off that road, but I don't understand why it uh, it's kind of shocking a little bit, just the odd timing of it because of it happening uh with the indycar stuff last week at uh, at newton and um everything else that they'll be doing now throughout the rest of the year with rll and with uh, mahomes coming up on the football side of things and all the different things that uh, hy has entities in it is kind of odd to see him jump at this point in time but uh um, staying aboard and shouldn't be too terribly bad in the long run, but yeah, just kind of a little bit of odd timing. Uh, I think this was, if he, now I think the fact that he's staying on board as the chairman says a lot that would, uh, lead me to believe that it was planned. You don't 
I just uh, demote somebody, uh, just like a step down. You know, that's I, I've never. I guess I've seen it in common business. This isn't common business. Um, but the fact that he resigned this week after that event was concluded and everything's out of there now, and you know, we're done talking about it. Like, I would that would lead me to believe that it was super planned. So I'm sure it was planned. It just seems like odd timing. I mean, yeah. Also, the last thing I'll say too is says I'm stuttering my butt off today. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, just because uh, Graham Rahal already knows the guy, that's a good sign for IndyCar. If Graham Rahal knows him, um, Graham Rahal can get deals done. I'd put him right right, right below Penske in the deal making ranking order. Yeah, um, he's a. I mean, his dad's a big name in the sport, and he's a big name in the sport, and so it uh, all pays all pays benefit at the end. Yeah, absolutely. Um, a couple other notes uh, from the IndyCar circuit: uh, Chip Ganassi Racing is uh, suing Alex Pillow, their own driver, uh, defending series champion. They're suing him, uh, or I guess his entity of uh, who he is as a racer, his team. Um, they announced that this week or that didn't really get announced. It came out, um, today, uh, Alex Palou's lawyers wrote back to him. Now, keep in mind here, Alex is going to, as he stated, uh, drive the car for the rest of the 2022 season. There is not going to be a hiccup in his driving schedule, um, because of this court case where his team, his current team is literally suing him. So that's, uh, some of this league stuff, I guess, but they said, uh, we're disappointed that Chip Ganassi racing would attempt to keep Alex from an opportunity to compete in formula one. And even more so with CGR's public court filings and continued commentary to the press on this matter. I don't know what continued commentary to the press means because they haven't said much. Uh, quote, Alex has consistently given his best effort to CGR and it is unfortunate that CGR would attempt to deny Alex this opportunity. We would hope the parties can resolve this amicably, uh, but if not, we look forward to resolving this matter in a private arbitration as CGR has requested. I, I don't know who wrote that, but they're dumb. Again, at the end of the day, with this entire situation, at the end of the day, Plo signed a contract through 2023. He's, yeah, yeah. Well, he yeah. signed yes. through 2023. That was the the initial writings of the contract he signed last last year. He is under contract with Chip Ganassi. Therefore, based on any other contract disputes ever known to man. The easiest way out is to buy out. And if McLaren's going to be completely hard-headed about the situation to not buy out on it, then that's their own problem and they're not going to get below. I mean, that's that's the only simple way to put it. Yeah, and I, I said the same thing uh, to you this week, but if you're going to sign all these guys uh, but then say I'm not paying no buyout, like doing this is going to cost you some money, buddy. Like I, I don't know why you're – you know, going after this. The other thing for Alex, like Tony Kanan said he could get Alex in last year's Ferrari car for F1 in a heartbeat. He said, we'll call this buddy up. We'll go today on or tomorrow on a Connor Daly's podcast a week or two ago. Right. So like the lawyer that wrote that, like 
obviously he doesn't know much about what's going on, but my goodness, dude. And let me tell you when, how many articles I've said that say we called Alex Pelot's team. They have no comment on the matter. They did not respond. Well, it shows that they are very bad when it comes with the press. Um, I th- wasn't it you telling me this weekend that Nate Ryan basically told Polo how to address the media when he doesn't know the answer instead of they were, they were joking around a little bit, but Polo's comments to the press. <laughs> and I don't blame the kid. He's not a lawyer and he's he probably doesn't know what's going on. Like to most people, I know he, probably knows what he wants to do but he's not going to say that and he hasn't said that yet but everything he has said is contradictory to things he said before so he's just going off like one word one sentence things that other people have told him well, at least he's finally learning how to uh, answer to the media because right, well, he's finally well, answered a good question or he yeah and I, I don't want i don't want people i don't want people misconstruing it alex Pelo has not dodge the media at all his team is his team and his legal team oh no he's claimed to be dodged it he's not dodged it he's taken it full on and probably said some things he probably shouldn't have said and as nate ryan said probably should have just said no comment that's what i'm saying this whole case is like you you've laid out who's gonna win the case we know who's gonna win the case but is chip canassi gonna take a libelous uh, lawsuit you know, is the, you know, is that going to factor into, I don't know what I'm talking about when lawyers come into it or court or anything like that, but I know that McLaren was going to go after um, the fabricated quote. That was like, they're in on the whole thing. That's why they had below tweet what he tweeted. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's a lot left to uh, be figured out. I would say, uh, I don't envision McLaren's lawyers winning this. And if you're honestly, man, if you're going to sign and this is actually what comes to fruition and we find out that this was 100% what was the plan was, if you're going to take the defending IndyCar series champion and put him in a test car next season, I don't like you. Yeah. um... I, I just, I don't, that's the dumbest thing I've heard in my life. Get a third IndyCar team pay some of that money you have don't be this pompous like i'm not going to be a buyout guy they have him under contract so if you want him to drive for you then that's how you're going to get him you're going to wait you're going to buy him out so don't make it a big deal don't they already have a third indycar team uh they have one for indy and like a couple other races a year maybe but doing the full season is you know more full-time people more sponsors stuff you need you know but they already like just it's a lot of it's yeah. Ariel McLaren. I was going to say they already sponsor their own cars the way it is. So it's well, not- views, views, the vapes sponsor them. I know, but everybody has. Yeah. Small- no, I know. I mean, I'm just saying like you might need other stuff like that if you don't want to just run your own car, but they've been doing that for you. They, they have that model down. So I don't know. It's weird. Very weird to me. Uh, I don't want to see Felix Rosen question Formula E as much as I love Formula E. Um, the, like three times I watch it a year. Those guys aren't not talented, but Felix Rosenquist is a talented IndyCar driver. And it sucks that he ever had to go to Aero McLaren. This is, you know, here, here you went to a team that's not supposed to be as big and you did the good guy move here and challenged yourself. And, uh, here's what you get for it. Formula freaking E. 
sound I thought the way it sounded throughout the weekend, he was safe as well for this next year. Let's hope. I don't know how many drivers they've got signed over there. Well, they keep signing more and more by the day. That's what I'm saying. Dennis Anderson's gonna announce Aaron McLaren tomorrow. Probably wouldn't surprise <laughs> me. All right. Uh last thing on IndyCar, uh Juco Junkos Hollinger has signed uh Callum Eilat to a, uh, quote, multi-year partnership. So a uh, little team doing uh, big things, trying to do that. That's awesome if if they can break through and, and do things regularly like that and not be, uh, you know, kind of a uh, little man put, uh, punching up. I think that's huge for IndyCar to get another powerhouse team in there. Um, I think it's even bigger now when we got one guy that's just poaching drivers to go drive for his F1 team. So... Hopefully they uh, do good. Happy for them. Callum showed a lot of speed this weekend. As, yeah, did, as did David Malukas, who's getting talked about significantly less. And that's what I predicted for him for Rookie of the Year, didn't I, Damon? Uh, I thought you were going with your boy, DeFrancesco. Yeah, we never explained the beef. No. You remember that? All right. I get, I'll tell you. So Damon and I are walking and all of a sudden he just says, Hey, you might want to watch out. And I just get shoulder brushed. This dude almost hits me and it's Devlin DeFrancesco in a moped. That's almost as tall as him. No, it was as tall as him. And so I thought that would be the only, only time that would matter. Well, no, we're on pit road and Damon and I are just sitting there minding our business and he almost runs into me again. Connor is very invisible. He's cutting. Yeah, I'm. A, I'm six four. I got basically a half mullet going on here. Don't tell me you can't see me walking around the corner, Devlin. Well, he can't. He's. We'll only, have to get. Him, we'll have to get him on the podcast and grill him. He's only four foot tall. He can. I don't think we can after how many bad things we've said about him. Well, we can. We can get him on, but what are the odds he listens to this episode? Not none. Zero. Not all. Not not this far through. No way. Zero. You've already talked. You've already talked bad on his next ride when McLaren's already talking to him. You already know that. Oh man, dude, there. It's just everybody. All right, it's been an eventful IndyCar year. Uh, like right now, the last two weeks have been the most intriguing two weeks of IndyCar racing I can remember in a long time. It's keeping IndyCar in the uh, mainstream media. That's what yeah. they need to have. They got to keep it going. Yeah, I absolutely love it. All right, let's talk some nascar hold on hold on i got all the way to the intro to throw in this it's 256 right now on thursday afternoon uh joseph newgarden has not been evaluated by indycar medical staff yet and if he is by the end of this podcast then i will record something with damon that we'll just put at the start um but if you're hearing this and you haven't heard anything about newgarden at this point check the front page i'll have something on there whenever they evaluate him and make their decision there so the other guy uh that was on the fence of racing this weekend was uh kurt bush in nascar and he will not be he's not cleared by nascar people ty gibbs uh will race the 45 car again so the indianapolis road course damon are you concerned with the safety of the next gen Well, I don't know if I'm concerned with the safety as per se. I'm concerned with the amount of G's that these cars are hitting with. The, these cars are, are hitting so much harder 
when they're a square hit. Uh, just listening to the other shows that I do, the main thing that they've talked about has been these cars hitting, hitting when they hit square, kind of like Kurtz did, and he backed it into the fence there at Pocono. It it basically is is hitting with a lot more g-forces than they've seen in cars in quite a long time um safety side of things a, a little more concerning but uh not necessarily i mean it's not the first time we've seen concussions it's not the first time we've seen you know broken bones it's not the first time we've seen things like of that nature in nascar in fact you know we, we've seen it here as of recent with with newman's flip at daytona we we've seen it with junior's concussion problems that he had throughout the end of his career um and, and so on and so forth so the safety side of things i i mean you're gonna make these things as safe as you possibly can and there's it's still racing at the end of the day it's still a you're risking your life putting yourself inside of a car that goes over 200 mile an hour. That's, that's going to be the dangers that are there at the end of the day. Otherwise people won't do it because that's what they, they thrive off of is that, that pure adrenaline of, of, of being in a race car. Now with Kurt's situation, the G force is a little bit different and, and stuff like that. Um, You know, he, he hit hard and really, this is, I would say, the first time that we've had any serious problems with the um, with the next gen car right now. Uh, so they're they're trying to to learn off of it, and it just you know it sucks it has to happen at all, but especially sucks that it has to happen to somebody like Kurt. Yeah, I agree with you there. I'm not concerned with it just because um, yeah we've seen concussions before. You know we've had. Someone asked me, I know I'm, I did it for a talking point on a podcast. Maybe you answer your frequently asked question. Um, we've had one injury with this car, one big up and down straight, just the number one singular, right? Like I'm not concerned right now. Uh, we got four months, five months of racing left. We'll see no. what that pans out to be, but now think about it though on the sense we've had one in not even a full season that is it it looks good by saying number one but we've also not ran a complete season yet either so what do they say though like one's one and two's a coincidence three's a pattern uh something along those lines yeah i'm throwing out my damn sayings again I, I think those ones I came up with bef- well before you decided to start using them. So, it's all good. What, what are you talking about? The sayings that aren't sayings. The uh, the the one is a coincidence, and two it just. You're happened. just talking about that. I'm ju- okay. I'm just talking about like things that I like. I use a f- like a common phrase of word. Oh, no, we know. No, we know. We understand okay. that. And then I get like one or two words wrong, and it's not at all the same meaning that the original phrase had. Oh, you were probably the closest with that one. Than you I agree. Had. I think so. I think I hit it on the head. No. <laughs> no, you foul tipped it. All right. Um, there's supposed to be a major announcement at Indianapolis Motor Speedway Friday morning uh, regarding the track. Uh, I sure hope they're not bulldozing it. No, it's going back to an oval. <laughs> Already calling it. What's that? Going back to an oval. 
I hope I hope that's what it is. Um, I haven't heard anything from anyone that means something or their word means something to me. Uh, so, you know, get me out of uh, looking at that. I hope that this is in straight up hope, guys. Not at all, not at all reporting this. Uh, but I hope it's the Brickyard Four Hundred. I hope we get the damn Crown Jewel race back on the schedule. And I hope that it takes a prominent spot on the schedule. And then maybe at some point we can get Road America back. Or I can't throw I can't say throw Road America in the dust. That's okay. Uh give me Iowa Speedway and a cup series and, and make it freaking happen. And hopefully High V's still with us and all that. And a lot of different ways this roller coaster can go, but we're filling in more and more blanks, you know, by the minute, it almost seems. So I guess we'll uh, see what happens. And uh, hopefully tomorrow that's what they announce. If it's not, then uh, whatever I just said in the past two and a half minutes is completely moot. But I'd like to see the damn Brickyard 400 back. It's ridiculous that everyone away. I don't care if the racing is not that good. You're, the allure of the race is racing on the Indy 500 course not racing at a damn road course that is just a road course. So what what I'd like to see, obviously I want to see the brickyard back in the on the oval. Um it, it's a big thing. Uh I don't I don't want to say it won't happen, but they're doing this IndyCar NASCAR doubleheader right now. And that would be a lot more difficult to do uh, if they if they move it back to the oval. So I would I would like for them to go back to the oval, and if they do, I would like them to keep it on a certain date. I'm tired of what I don't like is let me put it into perspective. What weekend or what day? What weekend is the Southern 500? I know what you're saying here. Uh, the Southern 500? Yeah. It's like one of the first playoff weekends. Right, but what weekend in particular? Oh. Uh, what holiday falls on that weekend? Jared, is it the is it it's Labor the second Day. week? Is it Cyhawk weekend? Yeah. No, it's the weekend before. It's Labor Day oh. weekend. Damon just fact-checked you, Jared. We're in uh we're in Clorinda uh for the Cyclone Fanatic Road show. So that's where I'm broadcasting from is my hotel room. So it's the, it's the fourth. It's Labor Day weekend. The official Day weekend. The official end to summer is the Southern 500. Doesn't matter. Right. Okay. Indy 500. When is that? It's Memorial Day. Right. Okay. Memorial Day Sunday. Big two things that you can notice right off the bat. Knoxville Nationals are the second week of August. What's the second weekend in February? Nine times out of ten. The Arca race at Daytona. No. Super Bowl. Oh, okay. Well, we're both right. You're probably right, but no one cares about <laughs> it as much as they do the Super Bowl that weekend. What I'm getting at here is stop moving the dates around. Move the Daytona race in July to July. It shouldn't be in August as a cutoff. No, 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 no. You can, you can have. All right, hold on, hold on. No. What is no, the weather like in Daytona, Florida? I have been holding on off, off Damon, the... Damon, the Chicago Street race is fourth of July. No, give me man. give me Chicago for Fourth of July. Do not want Chicago Street. You know how many Joey Street. Chestnut fans would love to go out and watch the NASCAR race and watch Joey Chestnut compete the next day? Absolutely do not care. And I, I would argue that Chicago has the most Joey Chestnut fans. 
I don't really care. Well, we need to pander to somebody, and those are a good group of people to pander to. I don't care because I don't want a Chicago street course, period. I don't want that. Okay, well, it's it's ha- first of all, first of all, it's happening. Number two, I, I, I don't get why everyone's pissed about the Chicago thing. Everyone loved IndyCar going to Nashville. I love it. Street yeah, races can be they fun. They found out that the race sucked. Yeah, because the track designer sucks, so they, they'll make improvements. They'll figure it out this year. It's about the event, and it's a street course. It's supposed to be hard to pass on. I'm excited to see NASCARs on a street course because um, that's the, the three problem. series, easiest car to pass in. That's the problem with people is they don't like it when cars aren't passing on track. So now the easiest car. Okay. The easiest car to pass in you have, you take one street race out of 36 races. You have one on a street course. You have dirt street oval road course, the most diverse schedule in motorsports history. I me marketing it right now. Who it's the most impressive schedule. I, I give a shit. It's one person. Yeah. I think there's people out there that give a shit. No one cares that it's a diverse schedule. I promise you that. What do you want to do? Race in Knoxville every Saturday? No. Screw the weekly series. Let's bring NASCAR to Knoxville 14 times. No. Okay. You don't need a street course to be the most diverse. They already are diverse. They have seven road courses on the schedule. No, they have six. My bad. Yeah, it is your bad. These are real numbers. Numbers don't lie. And now we have five road courses on the schedule for next season. And one street course. All right, what's your next topic? We... we, I don't think we got far enough along on that. Well, no, because I can't finish what I want to say. Okay, well, you go on a rant then. Go for it. This is your time. I'm giving you the next three minutes to convince me why going to a big market like Chicago and racing on the street isn't going to bring NASCAR some extra. It's not even – that's a whole different topic for another day. I want to see him go through a barrier. My whole point for this was I want Daytona back in July like it's supposed to be on 4th of July weekend. You think of 4th of July, you think of Daytona, that Saturday, and fireworks. I would like them to call it the firecracker again. That's fine, but they can't do it doing it anywhere else. So, so your beef is with the 4th of July holiday? My No, my beef is the fact that they took it off of the 4th of July holiday. Road America was a great event for that, but now that they've taken Road America away from us. I actually, so I actually thought watching the Road America – Watching the Road America race this year, I thought there was like a very, and this is weird for me to say, but there's a big lack of anything in USA. It didn't feel like the 4th of July. It felt like I was mowing the grass. I can't help you with that one. I mean, I was. No insult to them. They got a four mile road course. It's not easy to get everywhere around there, but come on, you know, amp up the fourth stuff. So I think Chicago will do well. I hope they keep at least keep Chicago there. If they're going to keep it there, if the regular season's always going to end at Daytona, it's always going to end there, but keep it consistent to that extent. And, you know, you can fluctuate races on the schedule, but Daytona's never losing their second race. I, I don't want them to. I just, That's what I mean, like, no, 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 no. I, I just mean like, don't, they're not going to screw with those races. So you might as well keep them on the same day. Yeah. Damon's tearing up a little bit. We're getting a little no, bit just, on the Always Race Day podcast. So, no, I, first of all, we have a high pollen content down here today. Oh, we do. We do here too. I'm right there with you. 
but the the whole street course thing is trash i don't like the street course when we can't when people i think out passing anyway okay i have indy cars formula one cars it does not matter. matter what fucking car it just it does matter. oh it definitely does i get it but at the end of the day, we are still racing on a street course where it is still difficult to pass in a sport that people complain when we can't pass. There was okay. a whole reason that they changed cars. And this is the whole reason Ross Chastain has his Cup Series ride, so he can make sure to bring excitement to these races when he can't pass people. I just I don't like it. I don't like a street course in general. You can't pass on a street course, and we complain because we, we want to take it to a street course. Okay, we're going to do that. We're going to go to Chicago, and there's going to be all of 20 on-track passes, and people are going to complain that there was a giant parade around Chicago. Well, no shit. That's what was going to happen from the start. Everybody knew that. It won't be a giant parade. Promise you it'll be a parade. All right. This is good. We've got a long-standing bet that's going to last 11 months. I can't can't wait to see uh, what comes to fruition on this one. We'll keep an eye on it. Though. I've driven on the streets of Chicago. They're not very wide for anyway. Look, oh, go go look at go look at the damn track design on their iRacing video. That's a wide ass street course if I've ever seen one, and I haven't seen many. That's not going to be the same street course. They've yes, it is. Heard. That's literally what they said. That's their planned course. If that's their planned course, then that's not what they said initially. Okay, what did they say at the press conference two weeks ago? They said that's their plan course. I don't know. I didn't get a chance to watch it because I've been working. I've been on oh, the road. Okay, I, I was working very hard last night. I had I was out in exploring the city of Omaha with Sage Rosenfeld. That's, it was that's great. your own problem. I, well, can't, I can't do that when I'm stuck in a bowling center. <laughs> all right. Um, let's preview uh, kind of what's to come this weekend. That's about all we got for news. This is I, I'm going to figure out how to make this a fun thing that we just end up betting on whether it's going to be a good race or not at Chicago. It won't be. Okay. All right, Damon. I made my mind up. <laughs> Damon's going to do whatever he can. All right. So uh, USAC's Indiana Sprint Week. Um, is still going. Justin Grant leads the standings there. Uh, they're at Lincoln Park tonight, Bloomington Friday. Uh, Saturday uh, is the finale at Hobstadt, I believe. Um, bigger stuff going on. Race Redoing Race is tomorrow for the All-Star Circuit of Champions. Um, and the World Valas have their uh, Prairie Dirt Classic this week at Fairbury. Now, Damon, Bobby Pierce has ran the Talladega Nights paint scheme many times. He hasn't won in it yet. Does he win at Fairbury in the in the Talladega Nights scheme? It's the big race paint scheme. Can he get it done? Is the guy that drives the six going to be there? The six? Larson? Mm-hmm. Uh, I have not heard yet on that. Is the guy that drives the 49 going to be there? Yes, yes. Jonathan Davenport no. is going to be there. Then no, he will not. All right. Well, I'm going to send this clip to Bobby. He's not going to be That's excited okay. about how you how you ranked him there. I I can't didn't say he's not going to finish second. He's just going to finish second. It's hey, that's it's Davenport. Bobby's that's Bobby's best track, I think. Yeah, it's Davenport versus the world right now. That car is too fast to to uh ever count out when you're picking about late models you got to take davenport 
you are correct he's having a fantastic year uh right now um also this week in the world of outlaws are up at weed sport i believe yeah because isn't that the, the track that they announced this morning yeah probably uh they in knoxville is going to be in the uh video game as well i don't know if y'all saw my tweet but in, they're in that trailer so don't worry i'm guessing they're just waiting till nationals gets here to formally announce it i don't it's weird to me how they're picking and choosing which ones to announce but all the power to them can't wait most of them they've announced when they've gone there yeah, that's so what i mean second half. can't wait to uh see see how the game is um and what tracks are all in it um the other thing the truck series playoffs start this weekend at indianapolis uh raceway park i'm pulling up the playoff standings i'm excited for this damon i am too because they're going to a track that everybody loves irp yeah. is one of the greatest short tracks in the midwest I, you know i don't like it as much there's not as much passing I'm not even going to say a word. There's a whole hell of a lot of it. But. This might as well just be a Chicago street race preview, man. Okay. All right. It's let's truck series. They pass regardless. <laughs> All right. Zane Smith um, leads the truck series uh, playoff standings with 37 playoff points after his regular season bonus kicked in three wins this year uh, for him. Chandler Smith is uh, 15 points behind him, two wins this season, then three drivers with one win in Ben Rhodes, John Hunter Nemechek and Stuart Friesen. I think all five of those guys are super, uh, super heavy on being contenders uh, for the, these playoffs or this year of playoffs um and i'd throw carson hosevar in uh as well being as close as he has been to a win this year so i think uh it's gonna be exciting to see kind of how this uh all plays out but you know um playoffs are here yeah it'll be uh i i would say the first five that you announced are probably your your favorites going forward um Hosevar is it's going to be different for Hosevar because he hasn't won a race yet so he doesn't know how to win in general on that front and for him to um you're saying you want to see him finish a race I just want to see him win a race period yeah for me to consider him a championship contender um, I, I think he could go around or two here in the playoffs, but I just, I need to see him win a race for me to consider him being one of those final four going to Phoenix. Well, and the big thing with the truck playoffs, same with Xfinity, but, uh, you know, higher rated guys who didn't run the full season can't race in these playoffs. Right. I believe so. Uh, you, you know, you almost have to win. There's not as many names in the truck series that can win a race in a given day. So, right. Right. I mean, you're going to see guys like I think Ryan Priest is going to run a few races because he can since he's not declared for points anywhere. And um, you'll see see a guy like that jump in every once in a while. But you're not seeing Kyle Busch drive a truck. You're not seeing, you know, those type of guys step in to uh, to fill out time here the rest of the year right yeah they're not uh gonna be in it so we'll see uh what that plays out i will say entering the playoffs though zane smith's the guy to beat um and then i would say john hunter is the guy 
following him. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. I mean, Zane, Zane's got a really good shot. I would say he's probably my pick to win this weekend just because IRP is very similar to Gateway. Um, and and I would just say that that the, the two tracks are, are very similar as far as flat corners go, as far as as that nature of of style for Zane. Yeah, I'm rooting for uh, Ben Rhodes so we can see uh, Drunk Benny at the uh, championship press conference. Yeah, here. that was that was. He said he's gonna. T- he said he's gonna dial it up a notch if he wants. I can't even imagine him dialing it up a notch. I, I was gonna yeah. say. I thought that was like up seven notches already. But... He would have to switch from Bud Light to Patron. <laughs> all right, that's uh, that's all we got for you guys, Damon. Did you have anything you wanted to touch on? Uh, final race of the Western Swing, the NHRA side of things coming up uh, this. Oh weekend. my God, I'm a I'm a dipshit. My bad. Right. We talked truck series. We didn't talk this. Marcus Limonis, uh yeah, says that Camping World is out on the uh, truck series sponsorship. Uh, he didn't mention NHRA. He uh, is staying. So I've done some looking into that. He's planning to stay on uh, for the duration of their contract as of right now um and for a couple of years longer on top of that but um i as an as an nhra fan looking on i'm guessing that they'll be looking for a new primary sponsor in the next three to five years yeah that's uh that's an odd story um with them but craftsman is the uh, leading candidate to replace camping world so we're going to go back to the future in the truck series well, they've done it once. You went from Craftsman to Camping World to Gander, back to uh, Camping World. So we might as well take another step back and go back to Craftsman. Yeah, the whole uh, parabola is coming together. It's all finishing up. Uh, what is uh, what's my buddy Antron Brown doing? How many races to the playoffs? Is he gonna make it? Uh, yeah, he'll make it. They Good. Uh, Good. they will are now three races after this up so four races away from uh from starting their countdown awesome yeah i just gotta make sure you know gotta look out for your friends so yeah he'll he'll make it he's just gonna finish towards the back half i have a feeling all right whatever you say doesn't seem like a guy who watches much top fuel no, it's a guy who watches every pass every day. Seems like you're more of a funny car guy. It's okay, Damon. You can admit it. I, I like both. Yeah, well, I've got. I'm hunkered down on the top fuel on the top fuel beat. All right, Antron's my number one. I don't think you are, to be quite honest. With Antron's definitely. He's going all the way to Pomona. Well, I'm. I'm glad he is because that's where the entire series goes. Yes, and he's going to win there and the race before that, and hopefully, he's still in contention. I'm guessing it's not going to happen, but anything can happen. It's drag racing, Damon. You're right. Anything can happen. I'm not saying it won't. I'm just saying the chances are very slim. I have my ways. We'll we'll get Buffalo Wild Wings on this. We'll get a button. All right. Thank you all uh, for coming in here, listening to this. Uh, we will have. Uh, some hey, by of- the way, before yeah. you, you go, Antron is actually not in the cut right now. All right, lying to me is even worse, Damon. You know, well, I didn't know that until literally. Yeah. Time. All right. Wow. All right. Well, thanks for ruining my night. I guess I'll try to put on a fake smile at the Clorinda Cyclone Fanatic Roadshow, and I, I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to recover from this emotionally. Oh, you'll be fine. 
I hope so. Oh, we have work to do now. Now I'm going to be worrying all weekend for trying to perform on Sunday. I don't think you got to worry. He's still got four races and they pay points and a half at Indy. You'll be fine. That's good. All right. I, I didn't know they paid points and a half anywhere. Yep. We need a damn NHRA festival weekend at like Eddieville. They, uh, their, their festival weekend is at Indianapolis. Give me the backwoods market at Eddieville Raceway Park. Wouldn't would happen, but I not anytime soon. All right, always race table sponsored. I'll just have Chris pay. All right, sounds good. Cool. All right, we will. Uh, we're gonna have ramped up content over the next month. Thanks a ton for coming in here, listening to this episode of the Always Race Day podcast. Uh, another thank you to the Carl Auto Group for sponsoring us, and uh, stay tuned. I'll be in Knoxville Saturday for the All-Star Circuit Champions race, uh, and we're tuning up for the damn Knoxville Nationals. So 360s are next week, and then the big shows in town. Um, best 10 days of the year for people that live in Knoxville, Iowa. So hope to uh, see you out there. We hope to uh, get a ton of stuff up and uh, buy the shirts. Buy the shirts, buy the shirts, buy the shirts. One more time. Late models suck. It's always race day. Those are just shirts we're selling. I'm not signing off with that, but it would be a good one. I don't kind of awkward when we have Ricky on the show. I don't think it would be a great sign off at all. <laughs> well, thanks y'all for listening and uh, have a good rest of your race weekend.